Ladies and gentlemen, this is this announcement for all passengers traveling at the Target Airways flight for. Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of the Passenger Experience Series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives about the future of passenger travel including changing demographics, such as the U.S. population aging and becoming more multicultural, new technologies, labor and supply chain shortages, and what the future may have in store. Thank you for joining us in The Hold Room. Welcome back to The Hold Room, everyone. I'm Max. And I'm Kisa. And we're very excited today to talk with the hosts of the innovation track for the AAAE ACC Planning, Design, and Construction Symposium happening in March 2024 in Salt Lake City. We've got Laura, Amanda, and Abigail with us who are the hosts. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Thanks, Max. I'm Laura Canham with McFarland Johnson. I am an aviation planning project manager here, and I'm the host for Innovation Track. So very excited to be here today. And I am Amanda Sheridan. I'm also with McFarland Johnson, and I'm helping Laura as a YP track host for the Innovation Track. Also very excited to be here today. And I'm Abigail C. I am an associate managing consultant with Jacobs and Daniels, and I'm happy to be helping out with uh, one of the Innovation YP tracks for this year symposium. And one person who was not able to make it is Molly Statler. We don't want to forget her because she's been instrumental throughout this process also. Awesome. Well, I know we want to dive right in there. I think the innovation track is one of the most exciting and also challenging. I think if you're probably the host to keep coming up with what are the innovative topics that everyone wants to hear about. So going right into it, I guess we'd like to hear what do you all have planned for this upcoming symposium? Thank you, Kisa. Yeah, we're really excited about this. So this year is the first year that we're doing the innovation track. It used to be the mini track. And now we're full-fledged track in and of itself. And so as part of that, there are five sessions. The first one is going to be coordinated through the American Association of Airport Executives, AAAE. And we are just as curious as you as to what that workshop is going to be. But some of our items, so we're going to have a couple of people speak because we have it split up that the young professionals are organizing two of the sessions. And then Amanda and I are doing the other two continue to communicate throughout the process to make sure we have a good balance of all the different topics. So the first one I'm going to talk about is sustainable culture change. And we want to make sure that the aviation industry is more inclusive, more diverse, and how we get there. So some of the really cool things that are going on, we're hoping to build upon AAAE's Inclusion in Aviation Conference that just happened a couple weeks ago, and continuing to move that topic forward because it is such a relevant topic in our industry. To be able to find a more diverse, younger workforce with a focus on underrepresented groups and looking at the future leaders. And if the future leaders of any company are not seeing themselves in the workforce, they are less likely to come work for those consulting firms, airports, and different contractors. And so we really want to focus on having successful strategies in place and methodologies that we can use to move that forward, active tools to foster a more diverse and inclusive workforce, and kind of learning from other people's experiences, both the challenges, the lessons learned, things to be aware of, just really be more intentional in mentoring and fostering both economic and professional growth. Another workshop that Molly has been organizing, and she's not able to be here today, is the opportunities for artificial intelligence and aviation. So developing innovative solutions for planning and design specifically. And, you know, this is really 
cool of being able to coordinate together with the young professionals and being able to incorporate such robust and relevant topics um, into our innovation track, because this is the forefront of where we are. There is no question that AI is going to be part of our lives. And so keeping that in mind, understanding how it can be a benefit for airport planning and design, but also understanding what some of the challenges and limitations might be where we need to focus some attention. So hoping to have a thought-provoking discussion to talk both from the developers of AI to different airport applications. So we'll have airport representation on the consulting side and really getting the full breadth of what might be going on through the planning and design using AI. And then also real world application of how it's been successful, how it has been improving efficiency. And again, what kind of lessons learned and challenges do we need to be able to consider throughout this process? Awesome. Thank you, Laura. That sounds great. Amanda, can you go ahead and tell us about your session? Yeah. And I was actually just going to add to Laura's. I think a cool part of the YP sessions this year that is a little bit different than in the past is they're not specifically geared toward YPs. So the YPs are organizing them and there's YPs moderating and on the panels in some cases, but we're hoping that people who are not YPs are also attending these sessions because they're definitely going to be applicable to everyone. And it's on topics like AI that YPs are probably a little bit more versed in than some of the older conference attendees. So hopefully that should be really cool to see. So another session that we will be hosting is going to be transforming operational problem statements into technology solutions. So this is interesting because it gives a little bit of a different spin on things. It's actually giving us real world examples of solutions that airports and consultants have developed for operational problems with technology. I'm not naming any names yet, but one of the topics that we're going to talk about is an airport that will be discussing an IT master plan that they developed. So it's just a little bit of thinking outside of the box and learning the importance of data intelligence and how it is playing into our industry. Great. No, that sounds amazing. Abigail, we'd love to hear from you as well on your session. Yeah, thanks. I'm helping organize a session on YPs raising their professional profile. Um, well, at a glance, it might not seem like it's directly innovation and technology related as people would think in the traditional sense. It definitely falls under the innovation category because as we're seeing across the industry, a lot of the senior leadership are retiring and there's not necessarily an obvious or an easy way or path forward for leadership across all kinds of organizations, be that public or private. So really, businesses are trying to, having to innovate their younger staff, emerging leaders. And so this session is really focused on that group of people, people from all levels of experience who are looking towards helping develop their own organizations. So we are having a YP moderate the session. Um, it will be their first opportunity to moderate a session and participate. So I think it's a fantastic way to get YPs involved, you know, it's uh, on exactly what the session topic is about. And uh, we're looking to feature quite a few different panelists from federal, airport, and consulting firms. So we're looking to have a wide range of panelists speak about what that's like raising your professional profile across all different types of organizations. That all sounds great. Something I think is interesting is that this is the innovation track. And when people say innovation, they're typically talking about technology advancements. But half of the sessions that we just talked about are about the softer side of the workplace, about creating a more sustainable culture and uh, raising your professional profiles. 
Well, and that was actually something that Laura and I consciously discussed because we had gotten a few proposals that walked the line between diversity and innovation. We're like, I think this is the right place for it. So we're excited about that, too. I think that's great. You guys almost did an innovative take on an innovation track. So well done. (laughs) Yeah, fair point. Very meta. So what sessions are each of you most excited about? That one is so hard. I've been thinking about that. There are so many cool things, right? Technology changes in how they impact the passenger experience. I mean, with COVID, going through passenger experience has been at the forefront of some of the terminal changes that are happening at airports. So that one is really neat. Obviously, continuously moving in the right direction. So having a more diverse and sustainable work culture is huge and needs to be talked about. And I mean, they, they're all really good because you want to make sure that we give, like you said, Max, the soft skills to people who are coming and who might not get that training and that mentoring at their workplace. So having opportunities at a nationwide conference to be able to share that information with so many people all at the same time is incredible. And I like I am not well versed in AI and I'm really, really curious to see what that session brings. So as much as that's a wish wash answer, I'm truly excited about the innovation track this year. I would agree with that. I'm personally pretty excited about both of the YP sessions. I think they're going to be cool. I'm also excited about, I think the entire planning committee made a really conscious decision, also just like a good job at of diversifying all of the speakers and panelists. Oftentimes you go to these conferences and you know or recognize half of the names and almost everyone presenting during the innovation track, I have not seen speak before. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. That's so exciting. Yeah. Abigail, how about for you? Of course, there's always great sessions and I'm definitely very excited to see the innovation track. But I think one of the best events that I really enjoy is usually the YP networking reception that they usually have first night of symposium. It's usually a big event. Uh, You get quite a few more people than just YPs uh, that like to attend because it's such a fun time. And it usually translates well into kind of kicking off the now, you know, new YP activities that they involve into symposium, which start the next morning. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's just, it's such a great event to really bring the YPs together. The YP attendance at symposium grows year over year. Last year, I think it was well over two, 300 YPs in attendance. So we're looking and hoping for even more this year. Awesome. Well, I see. I mean, you guys really sold your track and sessions well. I'm very excited. I think what's neat about this podcast right now is that not only can it drum up excitement, but I think also closer to the event, people can check in and listen and hear what each session is going to be. And I think when they hear what you guys have done, they're going to be really excited. I hope so. Let me ask the three of you something. So a couple of you have mentioned the fact that while some of the sessions might be geared toward young professionals, they're open to everybody. What steps are you taking to ensure that there is broad appeal to folks who have perhaps aged out of the young professionals program? So I think there is a lot to be said for soft skills. And a lot of times people may not realize that they are not aware of things, even you know outside of that, that young professional age range, which I know, depending on the organization you're with, changes if it's 35 or 40. And some people have incredible mentors throughout their careers and some people don't. And so I think even people who have aged out of those brackets, there's still so much to be learned from 
sessions like raising your profile from the AI session, I think is not really geared toward young professionals. I think that's something we all have to learn to embrace as this process goes forward and figure out how it can best be used, how we can be more efficient with it, what kind of pitfalls there might be. And so hearing from all the well-rounded panelists will give us a really good perspective on how to incorporate that into our lives. And so there is a lot to be said for other people coming into the sessions. So these are really, truly conference sessions. They're not geared towards a certain age group. Yeah. And I think another more simple thing we did was it was previously called the Young Professionals Mini Trek. And now we've just fully grouped it under aviation. And we didn't call out any of the sessions as specifically young professional in the agenda. And another good approach to the sessions is trying to not make them so consultant focused. Everybody really appreciates the diverse perspective of the airports and public agencies. So we've really made a point to try to go beyond that. I know even in, I think, the AI session, they're looking at getting perspectives even from the tech space or sectors that we don't regularly interact with in our industry yet. And I think, you know, getting all of those different types of people from different agencies, different ages helps appeal to a broader audience. Absolutely. Well, that, it sounds like a great opportunity to bring together multiple minds on multiple fronts. What have your previous experiences at the symposium been like? Have you attended some before? What have you thought? What do you like about this, about the symposium? Any of that? It feels like a marathon. I feel like you get in and you just immediately start meeting people, meeting with people you already know, um, trying to strategize your sessions, arranging maybe extra like lunches or coffees or happy hours with people who are already there that you're excited to meet up with is really fabulous. And I always leave symposium feeling absolutely fulfilled and drained. <laughs> fulfilled that I feel like I've just talked to so many people and I'm, you know, so ready with new ideas, new thoughts, learned lots of things and then drained because it's just three days of early mornings to late nights and just, you know, trying to pack in all the activities. But it's really a fabulous time. And I will say as a young professional, I, I feel like a lot of attendees really make a point of involving young professionals in everything, even those small events, little lunches or things that they may arrange. So it truly does feel like a full event for everybody. Absolutely. Amanda, what are your thoughts? Oh man, Abigail just said it so well. <laughs> Fulfilled and drained. That is like a great way to describe how you feel when you come come away from the symposium. But yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think on both a professional and personal front, it's really exciting and fun. You take part in all of these different organizations and committees throughout the year where you're meeting people virtually. And since so many people attend symposium, a lot of times it's like your only opportunity the whole year to see them in person or sometimes it's your first meeting in person after having met with them so many times on the computer. And I will say last year I moderated a panel and that was a little bit of a different experience too because we had done so much planning leading up to it and then going into the session and meeting all of the panelists. That was really fun seeing it from both sides. So after 
15 years on the job. This last year was my first year that I went to symposium and I'd always wanted to go. It was really exciting to finally make the trek. And it was just as everyone has described, just a great event for networking, being able to hear from the FA directly what's going on, what's happening, being able to ask them the tough questions, which is, is really wonderful. It goes into a level of technical detail that's relevant for everybody attending the conference that you don't get at other places usually. And it, like we just said, we, we build upon recent conferences. So the conference that happened, the AAAE Inclusion Aviation Conference, we're hoping to build upon that there's no duplication of details, but really continuing to move that, make that needle forward. Like Amanda said, so because it was somewhere I used to work last year, I was able to reconnect with people I hadn't seen in years. And it's just so amazing, the people that you're going to run into. The aviation industry is so small. And the fact that the symposium is now in a different place every year, which I know that wasn't always the case, it really opens up so many more people to be able to go and to, to connect with. Some airports have a budget that they can't fly across the country. So with it moving around, it opens it up to different airports being able to have different consultants coming. It might be in your backyard. And it's just really neat to see all the people that you know, constantly meeting new people. And again, the, the technical content and talking to everyone has been truly incredible. Amazing. Well, I'll say, I think we're all very much looking forward to seeing your guys' track at the symposium. Truly, I think I've always said the best thing about the symposium is that it's always fresh. It's always different. The content, I always think, is the strongest at the design symposium. And I think you guys showed this right here, especially what you've done with this track and taking almost a different spin on it. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of this. This was fantastic. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you in March. Thanks. Thanks for joining us in the hold room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the dash hold dash room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again.